Dean, thank you so much for the invitation. Dean of the African Group, um, Ambassador Zapayeke, uh, the Dean of the uh, Diplomatic Corps in South Africa, Ambassador of Eritrea, fellow excellencies and colleagues, uh, esteemed ladies and gentlemen, uh, may I also acknowledge those councillors who are with us today. Um, maybe just very briefly um, to say that I will touch on a few things um, of the BRICS summit that recently took place. However, um, uh, I'm going to have a brief uh, speech and I'm ready to engage you then uh, once I have uh, the opportunity uh, to, to um, end my uh, presentation. Um, just to also say we've had the privilege of engaging several of the excellencies, ambassadors, high commissioners um, who are here today. Uh, for us, always a privilege to have you at DIRCO and to engage with you on the issues that we think are important um, as we chair BRICS this year in 2023. It is, of course, the third time that we are uh, uh, um, chairing BRICS uh, after we chaired in 2013, again in 2018, and then this year in 2023. So for me, indeed, it is an honor to speak here today. And on behalf of our BRICS Sherpa, Ambassador Professor Anil Suklal, who is, uh, of course, uh, the ambassador at large, uh, South Africa's at ambassador at large for Asia and for BRICS. Um, so the BRICS portfolio, amongst the others, including the IPSA portfolio and the Indian Ocean Rim Association, are the fora where we, um, where he uh, leads us, as appointed by the president. And then in those fora, I supporting as appointed by the foreign minister as the Sushapa or alternate senior official for IORA. Um, so um, perhaps um, let me then say that um, it is the third time that we are chairing uh, BRICS uh, this year and on African soil. And as you know, uh, our chairship, not only in BRICS, but in many of these organizations, we bring uh, synergy to what we want to do on the continent and how we engage and support the continent in, in these multilateral fora or perhaps a more uh, 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 mini-lateral, um, a mini-multilateral uh, 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 fora um, of the global south such as BRICS. Um, before I continue, perhaps just to focus on the origins of BRICS, um, as you know, the genesis of BRICS can be traced back to the Bandung Conference of 1955, where Asia and African powers demanded a voice for developing countries uh, in the United Nations. And as many as you will know, uh, the uh, Bandung Conference eventually led to the formation of the Non-Aligned Movement and the G77 and China, which remains the template for South-South cooperation and solidarity today. Um, it is then in this context that the founding vision of BRICS is to champion the core interests of the Global South and the African continent is of course included in the Global South and especially in overcoming global economic, financial and political marginalization. 
So when South Africa was invited to join BRICS in 2009, uh, we understood uh, the, this vision and therefore the core objectives for South Africa's engagement in BRICS were focused on enhancing the future growth and development of South Africa through the BRICS membership. Uh, to strengthen intra-BRICS relations and to advance the developmental priorities of the African continent and the global south at large. Um, in this regard, during the fifth BRICS uh, summit uh, hosted in Durban in 2013, South Africa introduced, as you rightly mentioned, Dean, the, uh, the outreach segment. So this is actually our legacy in BRICS, is the idea of outreach. And there it was actually just to say that we are in BRICS, but Africa is with us in BRICS. So um, ever since the uh, BRICS summit we hosted in 2013, um, the uh, idea of a BRICS leaders and the Africa Dialogue Forum uh, um, took on the, uh, the, the uh, image of the outreach. So um, the objective was then to initiate interaction between the BRICS leaders, which would uh, result in tangible deliverables in addressing Africa's uh, uh, issues and challenges, um, specifically in the space of infrastructure and development uh, initiatives. So um, subsequently, uh, those outreaches have been taking place, whether Brazil hosted and uh, uh, reached out to their continent, or India hosted and reached out to their continents, uh, or, or the formations, the regional economic communities of, of those continents. Subsequently, I am in 2017, during uh, China's uh, uh, chairship, of course, the idea of a BRICS plus engagement or a segment was also introduced, and that was basically to engage uh, outside of your region, the global south. So that uh, engagement was then also to shape and effect changes in the global economy, particularly in global governance institutions. Um, so uh, um, this year, over the years, um, uh, South Africa has also in 2018 and again this year decided to host both the BRICS, uh, the BRICS uh, outreach and the BRICS plus events uh, um, in, in, uh, in, on the last day of summit. So if we go through summit, uh, as you know, the elements were in the afternoon of the 22nd of August, there was a BRICS leaders engagement with the business forum. Uh, that business forum was chaired by the South African chapter of the BRICS Business Council. That moved into an event that is also a signature of South Africa's hosting of the BRICS summits, which would be the retreat uh, in the evening at a very close, very in intimate meeting between the BRICS leaders. And this year, our discussion focused on, uh, on the expansion issue, on the issue of uh, trading own currencies, and on the issues of uh, UN, specifically UN Security Council reform. So those issues, uh, uh, on a very high level, were discussed during the retreat on the 22nd. On the 23rd, we had the uh, plenary uh, engagements where for the first time the BRICS Women's Business Alliance, for example, presented to 
uh, summit. We also had the youth uh, uh, speaking to summit, and that then uh, culminated in the evening uh, in a gala dinner and a cultural uh, um, um, uh, program. On the next day, the 24th, in the morning, we saw the uh, announcement of the um, of the uh, expansion of BRICS for members. And on the 24th, the rest of the day was then indeed spent on the issue of the outreach and the BRICS Plus. And this was the biggest summit in the history of BRICS. Uh, as, um, as you know, our president invited many uh, 67 leaders uh, from the um, um, uh, from BRICS, Africa, and the Global South to attend. On top of that, there were 17 international and regional organizations and financial institutions of the Global South, including the president of the New Development Bank of BRICS, which is the former president of Brazil, Dilma Rousseff, and uh, the UN Secretary General, who also spoke uh, at, at our summit. So that was... A, a significant event, and as I said, not only for South Africa's hosting, but for BRICS in terms of the history of BRICS, the biggest summit that we have witnessed uh, to date. Um, perhaps uh, let me say also, from the onset of its membership, South Africa has sought to ensure that the African continent is placed on the agenda of BRICS, and that is why we have advocated for concrete support from our BRICS partners towards Africa's development. This year, South Africa continued that uh, tradition under the theme BRICS and Africa, a partnership for mutually accelerated growth, sustainable development, and inclusive multilateralism. A clear attestation of our commitment to prioritizing the African agenda in, uh, in, in BRICS. Um, Further, one of our priorities this year, of our five, we had five, uh, we still have five priorities. We used to think that summit is over and the work is done, but as you know, colleagues, the uh, BRICS chairship runs for one full calendar year, from one January to thirty-one December. So. Uh, one of the priorities for this year is, of course, unlocking opportunities through the African continental free trade area, build a partnership between BRICS and Africa for mutually beneficial opportunities towards increased trade, investment, infrastructure development under the provisions of the uh, AFCFTA. Um, in line with the African Union's priority to fully operationalize, uh, uh, operationalize the uh, African free trade area, South Africa has sought to front load this priority in the engagements with various regional and multilateral uh, organizations for uh, um, uh, fora, um, which uh, include, of course, then BRICS as well. So what we saw in the run-up to the summit, for example, the International uh, Inward uh, Buying Mission Investment Conference and the uh, BRICS uh, Business Forum, these issues, uh, synergies between what we can do in BRICS and the African uh, continental free trade uh, uh, area or agreement, those were uh, prioritized and uh, basically all discussions and outcome-centered 
uh, in these uh, in these events around uh, the um, the uh, the benefits for Africa in terms of trade and investment. When we think about the way forward for BRICS uh, and the BRICS outreach, uh, South Africa will continue to prioritize the African agenda within BRICS, particularly uh, realizing the tangible outcomes of this FTA and the infrastructure development of the continent in a mutually beneficial partnership. As you might know, the new development bank is an important element of BRICS in realizing some of these goals, and as a continent, we need to explore priority projects that we can champion in short, medium, and long term. One, uh, one uh, example here is perhaps the, um, the uh, next phase of the Lesotho Highlands Water Project that uh, was signed um, uh, during uh, the um, BRICS summit, I, or just before the BRICS summit on the 21st of August, the NDB then signed the next phase of the Lesotho Highlands project, and it's actually a water project, and it's actually quite unique in the sense that it is a project that is taking place outside of a BRICS country. As you know, colleagues, the NDB has made quite a significant progress in um, in um, financing projects in BRICS countries, and the bank is, of course, our most uh, important institutional achievement uh, for BRICS. Uh, in, uh, towards the end of 2021, we have also seen an expansion of the bank in the sense that um, uh, Egypt, uh, Uruguay, uh, the UAE, and Bangladesh joined as new members of the bank. The bank, as we speak, is in a second phase of ex expansion, and there are about 12 countries that are considered in that, in that uh, expansion. Um, notable mention uh, should also perhaps be made of the work our BRICS Women's Business Alliance have been um, members have been doing to bridge the gap between BRICS women-led business with women-led businesses from around the continent. During its recent BRICS Africa Women's Business Alliance Trade Conference, which was held uh, just before summit uh, in Durban, uh, they launched a digital platform, notably the AgroWex e uh, commerce platform, which links BRICS and African women, smallholders, and subsistence farmers with buyers. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, these are just a few of the examples um, of how we are committed to ensuring that the future of BRICS and Africa cooperation yield tan tangible results in, mutu in a mutually beneficial way. Um, during the recent summit, of course, uh, as, as you all know, there was also an announcement on the expansion of BRICS with those six new members who joined. Um, of course, we are very excited that from our region, from our continent, two new uh, African voices joined the BRICS uh, family. This is not the final and uh, the final uh, stage of expansion. Um, there will be uh, more uh, stages of expansion, and I think, uh, uh, as Dean has mentioned, uh, it, is, it is a very good sign for Africa to be joining 
a global south institution like BRICS, uh, and we do appreciate, of course, those expressions of interest from about 23 countries around the world, many of them African countries, to join BRICS. Those expressions of interest were either received by our foreign minister or by our president. I think, I think in the same vein, colleagues, it's also notable to, uh, to take uh, uh, cognizance of the fact that the AU has joined the G20 formation recently, uh, during the Delhi summit on the 10th of, of 9th or 10th of September. So certainly in, in the global south and in the developing world, there is a realization of the importance of Africa as a continent, as a, uh, the AU as an organization, and the role we are playing as an African continent on, uh, in these formations as we shape uh, as the geopolitical uh, developments shape a new, uh, more multipolar world. Um, just to also say, uh, as you know, BRICS is not the narrative we are following, especially South Africa as a chair, and very eloquently uh, pronounced by our foreign minister, BRICS narrative is one of support for the global systems of the world and to ensure that those global systems become uh, truly inclusive of everyone in, in, in the world. Um, so uh, perhaps also in terms of the expansion issue, just to briefly say that um, BRICS is also uh, in the process of developing a partner category, a partner country ca category, um, and uh, in um, this category will allow countries to interact with BRICS in a more meaningful way than our BRICS outreach and BRICS plus programs. Uh, there will be more structure, and they will meet, it will not be an ad hoc uh, uh, event uh, on, uh, during summit. It will be uh, as I said, a more um, meaningful and continuous engagement, and it will allow countries to engage with uh, BRICS at different levels and in various meetings throughout the year. Uh, this does not mean uh, there's no place for our outreach and BRICS Plus programs. Those, of course, will also continue. Um, um, as I said, uh, during summit, one of the outcomes was that um, our foreign ministers will now have to develop and report to the next summit how they see this category of partnership developing. Um, so our engagement with the continent as a collective through the BRICS outreach program will remain an important element to continue as we seek to cooperate, uh, new, incorporate new voices from around the African continent through the partner category and when the time is appropriate through the next phase of BRICS expansion. Um, I, um, uh, there's, there's, there's quite a lot more that I can say, but uh, Dean, with your permission, I'm just going to um, uh, conclude here and then uh, I can engage with colleagues if they have questions and answers. And, um, and, and just to also say, whilst I have uh, everyone's ear, is that in Durko, uh, those colleagues who have visited us, we try our best to always accommodate uh, colleagues uh, 
as you know, the, uh, the uh, focus of our foreign policy is the region and the continent. So um, whatever we cannot address here today, you will be most welcome to engage me uh, and my colleagues. Um, sorry, did, oh, did, did I mention that Nandi Tralo is with me today? Um, I, I better do it now. You know, it's almost like a wedding. You better say early in the, in the ceremony how beautiful your bride is. But uh, I just want to say I'm honored wherever I go. Uh, normally, I'm accompanied by Nandi, who's a very ma valuable member of the team. So uh, between Nandi and myself and the other colleagues, including our Sherpa, uh, who is regrettably not here today, Professor Suklal, our doors are open for any other engagements. But um, let, me then, let me then, for the moment, with your permission, Dean, uh, stop here and take any... Uh, uh, we will stay for the questions and answers session. Thank you. Thank you, sir.